0: hello my friends and welcome back to the informed Catholic my name is Net bar this is going to be episode uh fifty four of the informed Catholic and today we're gonna to do the uh, we're gonna look into the history of the divine mercy uh we're gonna look into the uh history of life of sister Faustina and we're gonna look into the uh the image of the divine mercy the meaning of it. So let's open up with a prayer, with a profession of faith in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered unto Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. On the third day, he arose again from the dead and he ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From there he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and life everlasting. Amen. <clears throat> holy Mary, Mother of God, Queen of the Rosary, Mother of all Christians, pray for us. Saint Joseph, Guardian of the Holy Church and the Holy Family and terror of demons, pray for us. St. Thomas Aquinas, pray for us. Sister Faustina, St. Faustina, pray for us, Apostle of Divine Mercy. And St. Michael, the Archangel, defend us from evil. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, amen. So, uh, we're going to look into this... um, this uh, beautiful, relatively new um, practice of divine mercy because um, I was looking at a few films, documentaries about the divine mercy, and it's very interesting. Um, I mean, we had Fatima in 1917. Um, Then... This uh, saint, S- uh, Sister Faustina, uh, from Krakow, Poland, um, I believe she's, from, I mean, at least around proximity, proximity, uh, who was called <clears throat> to the religious life at such a young age. And she was, she's kind of very similar to Bernadette Subiru, Saint Bernadette, in a sense. Both of them not um, well-educated Uh, Both of them extremely, very uh, spiritually sensitive, I would say. Uh, Bernadette herself. Bernadette didn't have great health. Fasina herself passed away of tuberculosis. Um, Both very holy. Both very holy women. Uh, And both had mystical experiences. Both are deep mystics. Then, of course, you have... um, you know you have also the uh, akita the um the most recent one and she's still alive to this very day and also extremely very holy person she herself didn't grow up catholic she was born to a buddhist family um forgive me for not being able to bring uh her name up but, but she's not a saint she's not a can saint but she she had an apparition uh of Our Lady appeared to her in Akita, Japan. So um, the the Divine Mercy chaplets considered an um, a devotion to for for the end times because we're getting close to uh, we're getting close to it. Doesn't matter. We don't know what day or hour, but we. We definitely have to look at the fact that humanity has not gotten better, it's gotten worse. The Chaplain of Divine Mercy came to us right just before the start of World War II. Um, you know, Hitler took over Poland, uh, his war machine, the elimination of millions of people, you know, killing uh, the concentration camps. Uh, the horrible things that happened, and then it didn't get better for the people of Poland because right away they were taken over by communists. Their country was uh, was suddenly under communism for many many years. Um, it's they suffered a lot, you know, during those di- during those t- that time. You know, it didn't go easy for them. Um, and then now, of course, you know with the world the way it is, terrorism. Um, We've had, you know, dozens of terrorism going on around the world. We've had uh, the 9-11 and, you know, abortion. Uh, We had wars in the Middle East. We've had Vietnam. We have Korea. I'm not going through them chronologically, but... I don't think it makes a difference. We've had wars going on in South America, abortion of uh, the immorality going on around the world. We've had wars in Africa, famine, starvation. You know, we've had, you know, you know, we've had, we didn't have the best time throughout the 20th century and we're not having the best time or the best start in the 21st century. Let's face it, it's it hasn't gotten better. Then with all the different ideologies going around with the, um, the different forms of practices. And of course, to oppose those things, you're called intolerant and religious fanatic, a, a kook and everything. Um, and it doesn't help when you have uh, especially people of your own faith on the other side, uh, pick, you know, basically uh, joining the, the ideology of the uh, progressive world. So um, let's look into the history of the Divine Mercy, and um, we'll look into the life of Sister Faustina. So the Divine Mercy, the Divine Mercy is a devotion to Jesus Christ associated with the apparition of Jesus to Sister uh, Faustina Kowalska, now Saint Sa- Faustina Kowalska. The venerated image under this Christological title refers to what Kowalska's diary describes as God's loving mercy towards all people, especially for sinners. Kowalska was granted the title Secretary of Mercy by the Holy See in the Jubilee year of 2000. Kowalska reported a number of apparitions during religious ecstasy, which she wrote in her diary later published as the book Diary Divine Mercy in My Soul. The two main themes of the devotion are to trust in Christ's endless goodness and to show mercy to others, acting as a conduit for God's love towards them. Um, this here is original... I'm looking at here the original image of uh, painted by according to the operation of St. Faustina by Eugenius Eugenius Kazmaroski oil on canvas now is permanently enshrined in the Divine Mercy Sanctuary in Velenus in Krakow interesting to know the artist who painted this Eugenius Kazmaroski uh, was a freemason <laughs> i i saw this in a documentary about his lot about the the history of the divine mercy sadly this artist for some reason i guess it was after the the invasion of uh poland by the nazis he committed suicide he hanged himself um, unbelievable it's very sad okay so uh it's it's dated in 1930s. The whole <clears throat> um, the Divine Mercy thing, the, the the history of it, this practice. Uh, Sister Faustina Kowalska, Blessed Michael Sab- uh, Sabako, that's the priest who was her religious advisor, her spiritual uh, advisor, and the servant of God Joseph Andrés. That's the uh, another. Uh, a, a friend and also he became the bishop who helped with the uh, spread of the Divine Mercy practice. Uh, Christological apparition and his approval was by John Paul II and uh, the the main place the Divine Mercy Shrine in Sanctuary in Krakow, Poland. John Paul II, a native of Poland, had a great affinity towards this devotion and authorized it in the liturgical calendar of the Roman Catholic Church its liturgical feast day of Divine Mercy is celebrated on the first Sunday after Easter worshipers of the Divine Mercy commemorate the hour of mercy at 3 p.m. which according to Kowalska's diary is the time of the death of Jesus another very popular form of the devotion is the Chapel of Divine Mercy uh, then you also have some members of the Anglican Communion also share its pure beliefs and devotions in an effort to, uh, towards church renewal. The devotion is believed to be uh, the preparation for the end time. So if this is an end time devotion. The estymology, the term and concept of Divine Mercy, in Catholicism is from the Hebrew word uh, uh, chesed. Over here it's spelled C-H-E-S-E-D. I could be pronouncing it wrong but chesed, which in the Hebrew can be translated as great mercy, goodness, loving kindness, steadfast love, covenant of faithfulness, favor, grace, or love, and mercy, and which refers to God's love, for the children of Israel, and for all of mankind. The primary focus of the Divine Mercy's devotion is uh, the merciful love of God and desire to let that love and mercy flow through one's own heart towards those in need of it. As he dedicated the Shrine of Divine Mercy, Pope John Paul II referred to this when he said, Apart from the mercy of God, there is no other source of hope for mankind there are seven main forms of this this devotion number one the divine mercy image with specific inscription Jesus I trust in you so you can get um, a printed image uh, if you want or and frame it uh, and you can have it blessed by a priest and then uh, you could put it on your wall uh, and then uh, it doesn't matter if it doesn't look the same. Let me put it that way. I, uh, definitely, it was very difficult for her to get the artist to see what she saw, the apparition that happened to her, The the um, the apparition. Remember, Jesus appeared to her, and she saw the image, and he told her to have painted what exactly you saw the you know what you saw and then with the words the inscription jesus i trust in you at the bottom you you might see the original image if you go online and you'll see it usually you're going to see it not in english you are gonna see it in polish because that's the communication happened to her the apparition happened to her in her own language and under her own culture doesn't mean it's limited to her language and her culture but that's what you'll see. You might even see images of the Divine Mercy in an Orthodox printed images. Or you might see it in Coptic. It doesn't matter. Oh, uh, you know, it doesn't have to be exactly the image. But the point is it's the message of it and the devotion of it that's mainly mainly important. Two, the commemoration of the Feast of Divine Mercy, Sunday, which we just had. Three, the recitation of the chapel of Divine Mercy which is not restricted to Sunday of the Feast of the Divine Mercy. You can recite it every day, uh, if you can, at 3 p.m. in the afternoon. And it can be done 3 a.m. in the morning. Okay? Uh, four, the Recitation Divine Mercy Novena. You can do perform the Divine Mercy Novena, which is basically you have to do it nine days. Um if it's possible for you, if you you know, as long as you do it, uh, what you call nine days. If 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 you're able to do it consecutively, if not, just keep doing it, you know. to you have done nine days. The designation of the hour of mercy again at three a.m. or three or or three p.m because that's the hour uh 3 p.m. technically the hour that Jesus expired 3 a.m. in the morning is also the hour that Jesus got arrested which is another it's believed um spreading the mercy of, by word deed or prayer spreading the message of Christ's mercy by word deed or prayer um this basically is uh what do you call it the uh the acts of mercy um Word, uh, you can, like, uh, talk to people about it, witness to people about it, uh, which, again, is, you know, basically evangelical or uh, what do you call apostolic kind of works. You know, you're talking to people about the gospel, talking to people of the Christian faith, sharing with them that message. And then, of course, there's um, doing good deeds, but doing them exactly as Christ said without looking for reward, looking for recognition. You can perform a good deed and not let the person or anyone know that you did something for that person. You can do it secretly, which Christ said, and your father who sees in secret will know. Um, and then, of course, you know, and prayer. Prayer is another important way you can do it. You can pray for people. You can pray, you know, if you know anybody's having trouble, uh, you can make a list and pray for that person secretly, you know, without you know, without bragging about it, because that's another important thing, is not to brag about it. If you hear in a conversation the person is having problems, you could remember that person in your prayers, and that's another way of doing it. Um, and then, of course, number seven, we just went through number six. Now, number seven, the spreading of the works of mercy to the to the whole humanity in preparation for the return of Jesus Christ on earth. It is uh, an apocalyptic devotion. This is basically, um, according to Faustina, because it's getting close to the end times. Doesn't matter if we don't know the hour or day when the Son of Man will return. Remember, that's not what's important. Okay, not to get into caught up with the idea that the, what day, when is he going to come back? What is the hour is going to come back? That's actually pretty heretical because the gospel, our Lord said, the Son of Man, you do not know what day or what hour, what hour he's going to appear. What's important is that we know that he's coming back. That he's coming back. And that's what's important. We'll get into the apocalyptic uh, in another time. Proclaim that mercy is the greatest attribute of God. Words attributed to Jesus by Kowalska in her diary, Divine Mercy in My Soul. As in the prayers that form the Chapel of Divine Mercy, there are all three main themes of Divine Mercy devotion. To ask for, for and obtain the mercy of God, to trust in Christ's uh, abundant mercy and finally to show mercy to others and act as a conduit for God's mercy towards them. Um another way of doing it of looking at it is like this. Um we live in a in a world where people take the Lord's name in vain. Uh I have people I know who do it. They throw the name of Jesus drop it like an f bomb. They even sometimes combine Jesus Christ with the F bomb right in the middle of his name. Alright. The name the 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 name Jesus means God God is our Savior. The Lord saves his people. Say he is the Savior of the world. The name, remember what it says in the gospel there is no other name in heaven above on earth or in earth below that any man any individual any person can be saved by this is the name that saves our, saves us it's a holy name and it shouldn't be going around being dropped or combined with an f bomb people should be ashamed of themselves for that it doesn't matter if you're a, if you're a christian or not a christian if you're a muslim or a jew Or 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 a, a Buddhist. The name is sacred. Now, it's painful for us. I cringe when I hear someone saying the name, throwing the name like that. Combined with F as his as his middle initial, that is a satanic behavior. There's a satanic way of, t- of talking. And this is something that people should be ashamed of themselves. Now, are we supposed to point this out to people? That, I'm afraid, um, unless you know that person personally, I mean, I don't know. I, 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 I will leave it up to you, each individual. You know, you don't want to appear self-righteous. You know, you don't want to appear that you're going around correcting people. It could make it worse when you correct, when you point this out to somebody. It could make it worse. Um, I've had people um, who got to know me notice that it's offensive. But I think the best way to do is to pray for them. I think it's a wonderful way of, you can do penance on that other person's part and hope that grace and mercy will flow through you to them, a conduit of divine mercy. You are a conduit, a, uh, you know, a, um, a channel of grace, and you could definitely, that's a good way of doing it, basically, is on their part you perform an act of penance because Christ, being Christian means little Christ. That's technically what the Greek term for being Christian is, is you're a little Christ. You're a a conduit, a conduit of Christ for other people. Now, the first and the second elements relate to the signature, Jesus, I trust in you. All right, like we said here, it says in the first part, there are three main themes in divine mercy, devotion, to ask for, ask for and obtain mercy of God, to trust in Christ's abundant mercy, and finally to show mercy to others and act as a conduit for God's mercy towards them. So the first and second elements relate to the signature, Jesus, I trust in you on the divine mercy image. And uh, Sister Kowalska stated that on April 28th, 1935, the day of the first Divine Mercy Sunday was celebrated. Jesus told her, every soul believing and trusting in my mercy will obtain it. So, this is important because you, you pray for others. You, you become a conduit. Um, you participate in Christ's passion. Because technically, every Christian, so, every Christian is supposed to participate for it. You pray for others. You can fast for others. You can offer sacrifices. Whatever is possible, we can we can do it. And by participating for for for, for the world, and that's important right there. Uh, the third component is reflected in the statement: "Call upon my mercy." On behalf of sinners, attributed to Jesus in Kowalska's diary, this is notebook one, item, uh, items, uh, one eighty six to one eighty seven. This statement is followed in the diary of a Pacific shore prayer. Let me check something out here. Okay, um, I managed to pull out the um, the references here. The G- today, this is 186. This is, uh, again, uh, verses 186 to 187. Jesus said to me, I desire that you know more profoundly the love that burns in my heart for souls, and you will understand this when you meditate upon my passion. Call upon my mercy on behalf of sinners. I desire their salvation, and a." It- points back to uh, I desire their salvation it points back to number 93 when you say this prayer with a contrite heart and with faith on behalf of some sinners I will give him the grace of conversion this is the prayer O blood and water which gushed forth from the heart of Jesus as a fount of mercy for us I trust in you all right That's very beautiful. So you see right there, we can ask for forgiveness on a part of people who take the Lord's name in vain, who blaspheme. And I think that's very, um, it's very important. Uh, Here's something here from um, number 93, a short version, the Catechism, the Vows. Okay well that's I think we can uh we can skip this part but it doesn't uh, it mentions here ninety three but it does but anyway but this is the important part and I think this is something that if you ever get get your hands on the book uh, for, I think that's important. The point is is because a lot of people in this generation like Isaiah says when, he was in the temple and the Lord asked, whom shall I send And Isaiah? I am a man of unclean lips living among a people with unclean lips and unclean heart. And then one of the angels goes down with a thong and takes coal from a fire and touches his mouth to purify it and said, here, your mouth, you are now clean. So now you can speak God's word. We have to remember there's a lot of people that just don't know. We live, you know, the, the the fact that someone would say, use the word, the name of our Lord and drop it like an F-bomb, mixing in Jesus F-Christ is blasphemous. It shouldn't, no one should talk that way. But at the same time, we can't go around correcting them, unfortunately, because you could make it worse because someone like that could wind up just responding back more resistant and that's basically satanic because it's it's a satanic behavior you have to pray for them you have to sacrifice for them the divine mercy chaplet i think is a perfect conduit a perfect conduit on their behalf you pray for that soul you pray for that soul's pure uh, to be purified and forgiven and touched by grace God willing, it could happen. So let's uh, go back further. <clears throat> let's go back to what we're reading. This statement, now I just read 186 to 180. This statement is followed by the diary by a specific short prayer. O blood and water, which gushed f- forth from the heart of Jesus as a fount of mercy for us, I trust in you, which Kowalska also recommended for the hour of divine mercy. In her diary, Notebook 2, Item 742, Kawaska wrote that Jesus told her, I demand from you deeds of mercy which are to arise out of love for me, and that he explained that there are three ways of exercising mercy towards your neighbor, the first by deed, the second by word, and the third by prayer. The Divine Mercy Devotion views mercy as a key element in the plan of God for salvation and emphasizes that belief that it was through mercy that God gave his only Son for the redemption of mankind. After the fall of Adam, the opening prayer for Divine Mercy Sunday Mass refers to this and begins, begins, Heavenly Father and God of mercy, we no longer look for Jesus among the dead, for he is alive and has become the Lord of life. That's very beautiful. Now that is definitely part, definitely of the gospel. Remember the Peter, when he, um, the first day of Pentecost, he mentions to the people in Jerusalem, filled with the Holy Spirit, and he was speaking bravely. He mentioned that Christ now is the Lord of life. This fits perfectly with what the gospel message is because Christ himself said, I am the resurrection and the life. Right? And therefore, it fits perfectly. Um, in mercy, uh, you know, he's merciful, he's compassionate, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. It's all there. Now, you would think that the message of divine mercy can go out to the world easily. Uh, don't you know, don't uh, don't think so. And it didn't go easy for Sister Kowalska, uh, Faustina, because other nuns in her convent uh, began to, uh, you know, act pretty badly with her. It's the same thing with uh, Saint Bernadette Subiru. Uh It's uh, the same thing I think happened with um, Sister Lucia. Uh, there were a lot of jealousies. A lot of jealousy is about, you know, because, you know, it happens. Uh, Bernadette had a nun who persecuted her, and probably other nuns too, I'm sure. And then there's also the factor that, um, you know, Faustina wasn't very educated, and there were problems with her uh, diary. She spelled, you know, she only had a few years of education, and she um, <clears throat> unfortunately. Uh, her diary when it was translated from Polish to Italian um, there was a lot of misunderstanding. Um, In 1959 the Vatican banned the image and devotion to it because of a number of factors. There was also a problem with the Polish bishops. Some Polish bishops questioned Kowalska's claims and were uncomfortable with the image uh, similar to the red and white Polish flag. The uh, red light and the blue light uh, looked very similar to that of a Polish flag. Polish priests were reported to be interpreting the rays as a symbol of the flag. That was, that was a problem, I heard. And the ban on devotion was lifted on April 15, 1978, due to pressure from future Polish Pope Karl Wartila, who had the greatest interest, interest on Kowalska. Now, um, the the image, paint an image according to the pattern you see, with the signature, Jesus. I trust in you. I promise that the soul that will venerate this image will not perish. The chaplet is associated with the painting of the image, as in as in Kowalska's diary. The most widely used is an image painted by. Adolf Hyla Hyla painted the image in Thanksgiving for having survived World War II. <clears throat> that was a second painting. In the image, Jesus stands with one hand outstretched in blessing, like a priest, the other clutching the side of the wound by the spear. From which proceeds beams of falling light, colored red and white. An explanation of, of these colors was given by Kowalska. When she attributed to Jesus in her diary, the two rays represent blood and water. Okay, these colors of the rays refer to blood and water. The Gospel of John, going back to the Gospel of John, chapter 19, verse 34, which are also mentioned in the optional prayer of the the chaplet, the words, Jesus, I trust in thee, or I trust in you, usually accompanying accompanying the image uh, in, in Polish. The original Divine Mercy image was painted by Eugene Kazmaroski in Vilnius, Lithuania, under Kowalski, uh, Kowalska's direction. However, according to her diary, she cried upon seeing that the f- uh, finished picture was not as beautiful as the vision she had received. But Jesus comforting her saying, Not in the beauty of the color nor of the brush is the greatness of this image, but in my grace." The picture was widely used during the early years of the devotion, and is still in circulation within the movement. Uh, but the Hela image remains one of the most re- reproduced renderings. After the feast of Divine Mercy Sunday was granted the, the universal Church by Pope John Paul II on 30th April 2000, new versions of the image have emerged from a new generation of Catholic artists. That's his uh, right. The image that um, by the, um, by uh, Adolf Hyla, I have one right here, and I think that's the one that they're talking about. so uh daily devotions in her diary, Kowalska wrote that Jesus specified three pm each day as the hour at which mercy was best received, and asked her to pray the child of mercy and venerate the divine mercy image at that hour. On October 10, 1937, in her diary notebook, number 5, item 1320, Kowalska attributed the following statements to Jesus. As often as you hear the three o'clock strike, the the third hour, immerse yourself completely in my mercy." Uh, adoring and glorifying it invoke it, its omnipotence uh, for the whole world and particularly for, for, for poor sinners uh, for at the moment mercy was opened wide for every soul the time 3pm corresponds to the hour on which Jesus died on the cross this hour is called the hour of divine mercy or the hour of great mercy okay this is uh, I think it's a great thing Now, um, if you're familiar the um, of how the Divine Mercy Chapel is practiced, it goes like this: You have a regular rosary beads. If you have um, like the ones with seven decades, it doesn't matter how many decades. uh, You know, basically, the more I think, the better. But usually, the five decade rosary bead, uh, you make the sign of the cross. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Um, opening prayers, optional, but you could say this prayer. This is from the Divine Mercy diary. You expired, Jesus, but the source of life gushed forth for souls, and the ocean of mercy opened up for the whole world. O oh, fount of life, unfathomable divine mercy, involve the whole world and uh, empty yourself out upon us. And then Blood and water which gushed forth from the heart of Jesus as a fountain of mercy for us. I trust in you. Then you begin with one, our father, our father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Then you say one Hail Mary. This is at the beginning uh, after the cross, the three beads. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now at the hour of our death. Then you say the Apostles' Creed, which you heard me pray at the beginning of the, uh, the Informed Catholic. And then you, um, on the Our Father beads, that's the one the beads that are like stand isolated between each decade the beads between each decade you say this prayer eternal father i offer you the body and blood soul and divinity of your dearly beloved son our lord jesus christ in atonement for our sins and those of the whole world then on all on the 10 decades after after the, the our father beads um uh, for the sake of his sorrowful uh passion have mercy on us and on the whole world. And then you repeat it, for the sake of his sorrowful passion, have mercy on us on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion, have mercy on us on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion, have mercy on us on the whole world. You repeat it ten times. And then then you repeat again after those ten prayers on the Our Father beads, Eternal Father and for the sake of sorrowful passion. Then after the closing prayers, when you said all the decades, the five decades of the of the of that, holy God, holy mighty one, holy immortal one, have mercy on us and in the whole world. Holy God, holy mighty one, holy immortal one, have mercy on us and the whole world. Holy God, holy mighty one, holy immortal one, have mercy on us and the whole world. And then you got the closing prayer. Eternal God, in whom mercy is endless and the treasury of compassion inexhaustible, look kindly upon us. Increase your mercy in us, in that difficult moment, we may not despair nor become despondent, but with great confidence submit ourselves to your holy will, which is love, mercy itself. This one is optional, but the important thing is that you say, you mention the prayers, you say the prayers that are mentioned, uh, that I just read to you. So um, I'm going to end it here and we'll get back. We'll do a little something on uh, Faustina's uh biography. all right how she uh, how the first apparition happened and uh, her entrance into a convent, and then the mission to spread the the divine mercy. all right, In the Name of the Father, Son and Holy Spirit, God bless.